What up, though, my G's? It is BKAY's one half of the Blurs and Clips podcast right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network with my repetitious intro, as always, joined by... A man was taken care of today by EMT workers. He had actually put his penis in an ATM machine. The man is now currently behind bars. bars. Uh, it's the award winning. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, fuck the bullshit. It's the award winning Vigatron. Hey. Nigga. Little do niggas know, we funny as fuck. Kind of. Nigga, that shit was genius, dog. <laughs> it's not my best work. I mean, I dig it. I dig it. It's not like I don't look back on it finally because I do think the shit is funny. It's just, it's one of those things. You know what? I don't give myself credit for shit that if we kind of came with it and we did it and it was funny, but the shit that I think harder about to get to do when it comes off that's what I usually just give myself more credit for. I guess it's like the difference between losing 10 pounds because you was in the hospital all week versus you lost 10 pounds because you was working out. It's like both of them are a win, but you're like, yeah, nigga, I lost 10 pounds. I was hitting the gym. See what I'm saying? Like, that's how I look at it. I mean, look, man, first of all, nigga, in other news, (laughs) 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 nigga, President Trump, (laughs) (laughs) President Trump plans a ban on the sale and import of peaches after a physical altercation with a man. <laughs> that shit is hilarious, nigga. With, with an Atlanta man going by the same name. When the president went for a meeting with the Trump Towers interior design and pizzazz team, nigga, that shit was great. It was. I quite enjoyed that shit, nigga. Our names were Hugh G. Rection and Barry McCockner. And Candy's name was Anita Mandalay. Yeah, we're 12. Hey, that shit was fuego, nigga. Nigga, shout out to Candy. Shout out to Candy and them yams. Yeah, nigga. That was the first day I met her. And nigga, (laughs) did did that make an impression on me? Boy, oh boy. I'm like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) Yammy Sosa. Oh, okay. So, as always, y'all know what it is, man. This is our TV, movie, games, and whatever the fuck else we feel like talking about podcast right here on the network. We are so officially a network, my nigga. It's great. And as always, you can tune in and catch us live on Twitch Saturdays when we stream, or you can catch this on the streaming services if this is where you're listening to us on Sunday when the new episodes drop. Absolutely. Today we're talking about women's issues, so I hope all all of you are on board with that. Yes, because if you are ever having a moment where you're not feeling so fresh, they make products for that. Yeah, you know, you you are not alone. My G, so listen, man, I I definitely want to start off in covering the fact that if you're in the Northeast Ohio area, if you're in the Cleveland region, you may or may not have known about our live podcast event our network launch there are five shows on the pro 3 ent network it is not just us blurs and clips we cover tv movie and games we have the 6 a.m tailgate hosted by the homie earl aka 216 pearl and he has that as a cleveland browns sports podcast which is dope so if you're into that you can tap in with him we also have trigger talks on the network as well which is a mental health thing but the simplest way I could put it is it's a show low-key for the chicks. You know what I'm saying? We got to have a little bit of something for everybody. Of course, we have our educated stoner talk and and covers kind of everything with, with Fuck Your Couch, with Burner and Beck, and then everything and then some, and that is with Asia and Jerry, and they literally cover everything and then some, which is really dope. So I feel like, you know, among the crew, we kind of have something for everybody if you pull up and tap in with the network. I guess that is five. Five. One, two, three, four, five. 
<laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah. 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 So, Dig, how did how did you feel? How did you feel about the about the network launch? It's whack. And I didn't get my dick sucked at the end of the night. <laughs> That's what I'm like. What the fuck? Or actually, it's more like true. You're right. Anyway, these are just jokes. I wasn't expecting to get my dick sucked. I'm never expecting to get my dick sucked. So anytime it happens, it's a pleasant surprise. For as antisocial as I am, because Jesus Christ, I don't like people. It was a very fine time, especially to be alive. There's nothing, I guess that too, but there's nothing better to me. And I was telling someone else this. For me, to be someplace in public kicking it and niggas ain't rapping all night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, listen. We had we had two music performances, and there was a miscommunication that occurred. So this is my thing. I'm always I prefer I like to actually recap my own events because I, 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 I in general as a nigga who throws events and who has made a pretty solid living off of throwing events and, and dealing in events and working events, I generally recap any event that I even go to, especially my own. And laugh, what up though? And when I talk to Sample God. This is the best part about having a fucking a team, a crew of niggas that you can really fuck with and trust. I'm like, bro, we should probably have something to break up the monotony of the the shows because podcasting is literally niggas sitting down talking. So if we're going to have niggas sitting down talking for three fucking hours, we need to have something to go in between it. Can you find a couple music artists? I'm like, all the shows are going, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And in that miscommunication, because I was I didn't specify how much time I wanted from the music artists, he told the two performing artists that he found that they had 15, 20 minutes, which I had to cut down. Cause boy. But not not that these niggas was bad, because Nick Sampson and C Tuck are dope. They're both dope. But still it's 15, 20 minutes is too long. I agree. So thank you for bringing that up, because now we can have that conversation that we didn't have privately. That I was going to ask you about because everybody was asking me was like, yeah, what was up with the musical artists? I'm like, nigga, I don't know. You got to ask. Like why. I said, so it was it was a, it was a delegation thing. Like, hey, can you grab us a couple artists to perform? I really just wanted like, you know, two songs each. You know what I'm saying? Type gotcha. shit. But, you know, shit happens. It's cool. Yes. Um, and, and I say this for not knowing anybody that was there rapping that night. No disrespect. All of you guys were great. I just hate niggas rapping. <laughs> Right, As right, a nigga right, that right. raps, I hate niggas rapping. So I would have preferred it, and I understand I'm breaking the monotony. I would have probably preferred it, and I think the consensus was, at least to me, that a lot of people would also have preferred there not to be any rappers, or at least if there was going to be musical artists, probably something a little bit different, just something to look into. We do another one. But, yeah, I think that they – I also think I think it's it's a weird thing of when you having people performing – in that spot the way it is like they're not really able to maximize on what they could be potentially doing it always feels weird like somebody's having you perform at a fucking coffee shop or someplace small where they may not be all totally into it and they could do a lot better on a bigger stage oh yeah yeah for sure so i just think it it was kind of weird it did kind of set it off but i could just tell like certain moods like i guess being that it was a little bit jarring to go from there i don't know that it would have been as bad because of the different vibes from all of the pods that we could have done it without that and I I think it would have been fine based on that crowd. Yeah, I kind of felt like that too, but that was also another part of the reason why I made sure that the second artist, I had him cut that down and just kind of explain the situation to him, which, I mean, and, and that's all the homies, so everybody understood. Right. And you know, 
not that this is I have no excuse when it comes to event throwing for shit to go wrong for me my personal opinion but you know it's kind of one of those things where you can have something that gets missed you know what I'm saying something get missed and then it's just like you know you got to clear shit up clean shit up how it needs to be taken care of to still have shit work and 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 all in all I feel like it did I I expected the event to go I you know I knew we were going 5 to 8 I knew we wouldn't have enough bodies in the building to put the first show on until closer to six. I know that. I know how niggas work. I know how niggas operate when they show up to a fucking event. And and, and when I say niggas, I just mean people, period. My niggas, trust me. <laughs> like, so black yeah, people, white people. we talking about y'all white niggas, it doesn't too. Feel, we talking about white niggas, too. You know what I'm saying? Mexican niggas, uh, you know what I'm saying? Asian, Asian niggas. niggas. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever, whatever flavor nigga you is, bro. Like, nobody shows up on time to the function. That's just how it go. And, and, and I have enough expertise in the background to know, all right, let's fucking set this shit up this way. That reminds me, not the sidebar. You've seen the gangster party line. Skid before, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Okay. The gangster party hotline. Right, that's yeah, what I was yeah, thinking, yeah, like yeah. Asian niggas. Yeah. White <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. That is my all time like favorite random ass skit, especially the first one. I think that shit is so goddamn genius. No, that shit is execution. amazing, bro. Uh, it's great. If you've never seen it, anybody that's listening or watching, YouTube Gangster Party Line. If you've never seen it, it'll be a part one and a part two, but definitely check out Gangster Party Line part one, because goddamn. It is fucking fuego, as the kids say. Yeah, no, that, sh- that shit is hard. So, so yeah, I felt like I knew the timing would play out exactly how I needed it to, how I, how I expected it to. I knew that making the change and refunding the, the you know, the cats who had already bought tickets, you know, when we made the decision, hey, just refund the people because I knew it was a bunch of the homies. Refund the tickets. Let's make the event free because I wanted to try to get as many people just to pull up and be in the building to get exposed to what it is that we were doing. You know, we launched with two shows that already have a pretty solid history and three shows that are all really new. You know what I mean? Granted, people fuck with me, people fuck with you, but that don't necessarily mean that, you know, that they have bothered to to fuck with our podcast because it's one of those shits where I also realize because niggas fuck with me and niggas fuck with you, uh, especially more me, I know I hurt shit that I do because everybody thinks that everybody fucks with everything that I do. And since that's how people think, it's lightweight when bitches think you got hoes. When a chick when chicks think you got hoes, they don't want to be another one of your hoes, so they won't fuck with you because they assume you already have all the hoes and they don't want to end up in the cycle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But in all actuality, you may not have hoes. And it's because bitches think you have hoes and don't want to also be a hoe. Which leaves you at no hoes. It's literally like that. So niggas be like, man, watch everybody fuck with everything you do. So niggas be like, ah, I ain't, go- I don't have to make it to that one because I know it's gonna be a bunch of niggas there. No, nigga, <laughs> I, I need y'all here, bro. Like, I need y'all here. So there are def- there is always a number of people who feel like because my shit gonna slap so hard, or I'm gonna do another one, or whatever the case may be, that they that they be like, all right, they they don't they don't put in the conscious effort to like go out their way or like to be like, I gotta make it. Right. And I know that that negatively affects the bottom line. And I wish people didn't think like that. That's what you get for having show hoes, nigga. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, my nigga. It's like niggas genuinely think that because I 
You know what I'm saying? Because people be like, oh, yeah, you got you got a bunch of shit going on. That, like, everybody just is going to be there and fuck with it. Granted, there are people who going to pull up and fuck with it just automatically because I'm doing something. But there are <laughs> probably an equal amount of people who be like, ah, I'll I catch the next one. And, like, come on, bro. I guess I understand. Like I said, I don't think niggas fuck with me like that. I mean, unless it's, like, in a performing capacity. And even then, I could see what you're talking about where it's like, yeah, you're not going to come to the show. It's like, yeah, let me know when the next show is. Like, nigga, I specifically invited you to this one because I was trying to exactly. fucking pack the house, nigga. Anyway. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, whatever. Especially when the shit is, you know, like, bro, like, this this was this was important. Granted, I didn't, like, hound nobody with, with a crazy sense of urgency. I just, I knew that because it wasn't just me and we had four other shows worth of people that we should be all right. But that's what I was banking on. And, and right, and we and we did. And over the course of the of the whole show, from people who you know came and you know people who came, some people stayed, some people came and went, some people came later and towards the end. We did well over the capacity, right? Which is which is dope. That's another thing that I like about this type of event because you will have people that come for that one show and then they may leave, and you got people who will come later or whatever the case may be. So so that's cool. We did numbers. You know, we did we did more than capacity, and because of the format, we were able to support more than capacity with people rotating in and out during the course of the event. The bar was able to make money. Everybody seemed to enjoy the shows and the content. The show lineup and order went exactly how I expected it to. And this was the first time since throwing my own events, which I started doing in like 2015 or whatever. This is the first free event that, that I've done, like especially like with Pro 3 in the in the wings as a gang like yo it's our first free pull up you know what i'm saying and it worked in every aspect that i could think of and the small things that didn't work like they were all small things like i don't feel like anybody was like this right here was a detriment to my good time i feel it shout out to this nigga watch nigga he's a fucking genius nigga round of a fucking applause (laughs) we don't actually have that on the board so Close enough, but but I I definitely appreciate it. Shout out to the everything and then some pod in the chat. J Stu, yes, exactly. When they think you got hoes, you get no hoes, and I appreciate y'all making it free. Might have been genius. Is that it what it is? Sense. They think I got hoes right now? Is that why I got? That might no that might hoes? be it. That might be they it. They think I got hoes right now? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, nigga, you over here on your two shorts. You in your two short bag. You over here writing the freaky tales, nigga. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying they. Well, they assume that you met this girl. In, in my, Her name in was my defense, In my defense, <laughs> in my defense, I guess, if we really went with that shit, then, yeah, I wrote half of that shit when I actually did have holes. Cause See? <laughs> that makes sense then, but, yeah. Nah. Ain't no holes over here. Nah, I feel it. <laughs> ain't no holes in the house. No- <laughs> <laughs> Not a one. Not a damn. God damn. Word of- but, yes, man, if you missed the network launch event, it was really dope, man. I'm proud of all the shows. Everybody everybody did really well. If you're asking me, I feel like everybody did really well. Even even the less experienced hosts got up there and still did their thing on the stage. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> after, after the show... Uh, I spent I spent the entire day Sunday. I was under the weather. I felt like shit. So I spent the entire day Sunday sleeping. I literally slept like 18 hours on Sunday. I think I was up for maybe like three or four. And I talked to you. Didn't hear from nobody else. That was I was out of there. So Monday, we we nigga it because I slept so much. It kind of felt like I glossed right the fuck over it. Come Monday, nigga, it felt like Saturday never really stopped because Burner and Beck 
pulled up on me and grabbed the equipment. They cut their show Monday. Nick was still in town. That was her last day here. Her and Tev pulled up and recorded. So y'all may have seen them uh, stream Monday as well. So we had two more shows crank out on Monday, two more shows crank out on Tuesday, everything and then some happened. And then we had Earl cut a new episode of the 6 a.m. tailgate as well. So that was dope. And, and then he pulled up on me again. That was, I want to say, Thursday morning. Uh, Thursday morning and cut another episode. So, you know, he cranking out episodes. He getting shit uploaded. We getting everybody. We getting all the shows on the network. If they not on the streaming services, we getting them on the streaming services. We getting everybody who uh, is not on on services like Twitch. We're trying to get into a position to, to make bread. We trying to get everybody to a position to make bread. We want to make this network a thing for real. I want to be able to get it to a point where, you know, when when a podcast comes you know, into the fold, whatever they lack or don't have, we can just here, put it in their hands and provide it to them right here. Boom. Get the fuck out of my face and, and do what y'all do. He and, talking to you, nigga. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we definitely plan to expand and keep this thing going and growing. There will be more live podcast events. Pro three as a whole, it's not just a podcast network. Pro three has been, you know, around for a while. So pro three, because of the podcast network launch, we are about to, uh, start doing a quarterly free event now. That's going to be a new thing for us. So four, there will be four free Pro 3 events a year going forward. And since we got that one out right at the beginning of the second quarter, fuck it. We still might get another two or three out before the year is over with. Will there be white holes there? This depends on the location of the event. Oh, probably not. Because well, there 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 were at least three on Saturday. <laughs> there were at a minimum of three on Saturday. No, just imagine I have all that trigonometry shit going on in front of my face because I don't know what the fuck you talking about. There was definitely a white girl walking around with a camera, a big ass camera, and it wasn't Angie, which threw me off. Oh, and it wasn't Mama Slim. No, but but Mama <laughs> Slim was there. Mama Slim was there. Does she not count because she's orange? This is on the internet forever, nigga. She's 10. <laughs> I'm just saying. Remember. <laughs> I love Mama Slim. She know that. Mama Slim is a real nigga. She, nigga, like, no bullshit. I haven't done an event in probably two years that Mama Slim has not fucking appeared at randomly. I mean, that's dope. Like I said, she's cool as fuck. I'm not going to lie. because I can be, you know, transparent, as they say now. Like Bruce Jenner? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. We need a button that just says canceled. Anyway, yeah, we do. Um, we do. No, I was going to say like, you know, she was one of those situations where it's like, no disrespect where like I'm standing outside and she was talking to me and I'm like, who the fuck is this white lady? And then it was like, I had to kind of put it together and be like, oh, because, again, like, we had that conversation before we even started recording where I was like, when you do shit and people know you and you don't know them, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but okay, thank you. Like, and it was like, oh, and I had to go look at my Instagram and like, I think that's her. Oh, that's Mama Slim. All right, good. Shout out to Mama Slim. Yep. Because, yeah, I don't be knowing y'all in real life. Just like that. That's what the fuck I get for being in the house all the time. Oh, and also I wanted to say to retract, not to totally retract my statement about the white holes because... I love holes of all colors, but yeah, don't get it twisted. I'm not just looking for the white holes to show up at events. I'm not really looking for any holes. I'm looking for a wife. <laughs> Are you? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. 
You gotta keep this motherfucker lively. It's just shit to say. Like that's that's what these motherfuckers tune in for to throw the fire emojis, fire emojis, and uh, fucking smiling, laughing emojis and shit. Cause we be on this bitch acting a fucking fool and making sense all at the same time. So pretty fucking anyway. much. So yeah, our our audio towards the end of the show, some some more just behind the curtain. There we started out with the audio working fine. About halfway through, there was there was an issue with the audio, and uh, the sound man from upstairs came downstairs attempting to remedy the shit and made it worse. So with that being said, we were unable to salvage our audio. Everybody else's shit seemed to be okay, but our sound was bad by the end. And with that being said, we will just essentially within today's episode also recap and cover a little bit of what we talked about for the live show because now that episode is not able to be aired unfortunately so Vic we we rode through fire unpopular opinions that we thought would potentially piss our fucking audience off and I actually had some surprises within that because some of these niggas agreed with us well I guess that's what we get for assuming that everybody's a uh on the same shit or, you know, but like I said, I guess depending on your demographic for what you see on social media, you would assume that that's where I get a lot of these unpopular opinions is because all these niggas on there cheering, cheerleading for shit. All the fucking Martin memes and all of the Martin remembrances and all that shit. It's like, yeah, I don't get it, but I mean, you know like what, said, bro? It is what it is. I think that, I think that niggas don't really fuck with shit the way that they, that they say they do. And I feel like everybody kind of has um, almost fucking beer goggles on for shit because because the culture now so often and so much brings up the like it's basically a highlight reel of everything nostalgic. So you only see the best and the funniest shit that, that when niggas bring it up, whether it be Martin, Fresh Prince, whatever, nigga, SpongeBob, everything. Like nigga, literally, people only make memes and and, and repetitive different types of situations and scenarios where shit goes viral about particular highlighted shit and don't bother with the rest of it and and those become the things that niggas think about the most and remember the most and i feel like it's adding a little seasoning to niggas memories of, of shit that may be part of it but i'm still thinking like when i'm seeing people typing out shit about their love for martin as a show yeah that happens. i don't get it and that's just my whole thing it's like yeah i, I understand yeah those highlights but just the overall mentioning yeah, I don't I don't get it cuz it's overall I don't remember shit from it other than the characters and that doesn't make a show. But whatever. Yeah, nigga, I'm not typing out a dissertation about Martin. <laughs> I'm not doing so that. Fuck it. Mind you, like I said, it's even still one of those things of like I said, I'm not even I'm not I'm not I didn't hate Martin. I'm just saying, yeah, I don't it's not like all that It's not fucking It's classic in a, in, a, in a nostalgic Classic way Yeah you got the Nostalgic goggles on And yeah It's classic in that sense But I'm not looking at it Like it's some quality shit That really holds up today Outside of you Just looking at the Silliness of shit And then You know Even just like When we talked about As well When we touched on Black Panther being One of my things And knowing that You also agree Like Black Panther is Excellent As far as You know The acting And the basic Story premise But for a Marvel movie, it pretty much sucked ass as far as the the action content. Yeah, that shit was not was not the sauce. <laughs> what, the, what the kids say, the sauce, the juice, the drink. Yeah, I don't know who shit. was helping Ryan Coogler on that shit as far as the, you know, 
the fight choreography. I mean, like a lot of the shit in, in Korea was cool. A lot of that shit was cool, but I mean, everything else was just very basic. It was very basic bitches as far as Marvel movies go. And it's like, it's a shame that everybody, like whatever stunt and coordinating team that works with the Russos can't do everybody's shit. Nah, true, exactly. The thing is, man, there were definitely, it wasn't even just that. It was also, it was also some of that CG was bad. Oh, the CG is bad as fuck, especially. Oh, God. Yeah, that shit, you know, the qualifying Black Panther fight with everybody on the goddamn cliff looking like motherfucking Mario. Yes, bro. That shit. I'm about to say, I'm about to say nigga, the, the, the upper levels yeah, of the warrior shit. fall scenes, terrible. That looks so trash. And I mean, and then especially the last fight of, you know, there, Panther versus there's Panther. There's no fucking excuse for that final fight, right. bro, to look like yes, that. That shit was bad, bro. But, you know, whatever. Just, I know niggas love it, but... And, and again, I know niggas is looking at it with like Negro goggles, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like and wanting the black power fist for that joint, but it's not that great. Like realistically speaking, there's there's just like it's like minor things in that shit that just bothered me. Like, for example, nigga, the king of the entire nation walking down the street, no bodyguards, no security, no nothing, walking down the street talking to Nakia, nobody even looks that nigga away. The king, my nigga. Nobody even glances. Nobody even notices. He walking down the street like a regular pedestrian, like a pediatrician. <laughs> nigga, like that's not that. There's that's not realistic though. It's not. But I mean, nigga, Wakanda is not realistic. So I, I that didn't affect me in any way. That I don't know. I'm feeling like this. That's a tad nitpicky to me, just because I don't know if it's established in how he deals with. The people in the kingdom of like if they're more approachable okay and this is the thing now now with that being said outside of that that one that one shot that one scene mm -hmm. how much wakanda do we see in black panther none really so i mean and yeah. that's a part of the problem for me we do if they they could have established that if we actually spent some fucking time in wakanda i feel it but i mean if they would have spent way more time Fucking with the people in Wakanda, would you have been happier, really? Potentially. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, nigga, it's, it's the most technologically advanced, blah, 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 blah. Nigga, like, super niggas, super smart niggas with super technology, nigga, that, that would have been sweet, nigga, like, to see, like, to see some more of that. Like, this shit didn't meld into an Avengers storyline. We got to see, it, it, it low-key very much feels like coming to America. We only saw inside the fucking palace, for real. We didn't see none of Zamunda. I understand, but I mean, the movie's called Black Panther, not Wakanda, so... Oh. <laughs> I'm not tripping on that. I, I, I didn't think shit about that. I was more concerned about watching Black Panther look like he did in Civil War, and I didn't quite get that. So. This nigga said, Jay Stu says he was one of the people who was upset when Black Panther got nominated for an Oscar. I understand. So yeah, I was I wasn't upset, but that I is, was definitely that like, yeah, they they you know they're reaching. Yeah, because he was saying that there were other there were other comic book properties prior to that that right. were better or, or more deserving. Now listen, now granted that may be true, but the issue is though they may have been more deserving, what else were they up against in those respective years though? Right. Because the only thing I could think of that I could say to a lot of degrees was a lot more Oscar worthy <laughs> at the time when it dropped would have been Logan. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like Logan for performances alone between Jackman and Stewart definitely should have been taken into consideration. And then even still, like story wise, directing wise, like I said, I don't know if it was necessarily upper echelon of best picture kind of shit, best director. Maybe not, but for them fucking performances, them performances were top notch in that shit. Agreed. Niggas say I'm the nitpick king, man. I'm not, bro. Nigga, you lightweight are. No, no, no. I'm saying I will point out a nitpick to you. It won't be a maker. No, no, nothing that I ever point out as a nitpick is make or break for me when it comes to whatever it is that we that we talking about. But, you know, like I said, some shit is just, again, I brought up the point of the king walking unbothered down the street because Maybe. we did not see any of the rest of Wakanda. And I, I felt just, like we could have got more of that. <laughs> Maybe. But I swear to God, half the time we'd be talking about shit to be like mostly thorough. And every time I swear a fucking dove start crying, nigga. You, Maybe I'm just like my mother. Facts. He yeah. never said it's fine. That's you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Because it just, it just be little shit that like, ah, come on, man. Because that, that was the thing. It's like this is supposed to be like such an advanced place in every aspect from what they tell us and what they say. And then we see them walking down this like dirty looking regular African nation street. And I'm like, I want more Wakanda. Well, maybe you were supposed to get that in the sequel. Like I said, you asking a lot. No, because. okay, okay, perhaps, maybe, maybe. Did not like the fact that they killed both of the villains, especially Claw, because that nigga Claw. was great. Claw was the biggest fucking mistake. He was Claw. great, yeah. bro. Then yeah, I, how in the fuck could you set up a character like that and be like, yeah, you're not going to be in anything else? Like nigga. to put him in multiple movies, movies before leading up to, and have him be who he's supposed to be, and then get to that point where he just ends up being. Yeah, that was such a fucking like, waste to Andy Circus. My nigga entry pass into the country, like, I guess. Because Andy Circus is the fucking man. Right. That was that was great. When niggas asked that nigga, when he asked that nigga if he had a mixtape coming out and he got to trying to find the SoundCloud <laughs> link, nigga, I'm like, yo, right. <laughs> this nigga's amazing, bro. Like, please don't kill this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the He's next right. thing they did. Like, dog, no. Right. But in such an unceremonious way at that. Like, nigga, he was supposed to go out grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something crazy as fuck, bro. Like, I just... I, I Like, something that really just fit to his character. I feel like that wasn't it. But, you know, whatever. There are things that just make this movie not amazing to me. Granted, Chadwick is a hell of a fucking actor. So, I mean, he he definitely carries in, in devils. He was, did what he was supposed to do. You know, you got your moment celebrity jokes or whatever. This shit is fine. It's just not like, you know, there, there are people who, like, legit would argue with me like Black Panther is the best Marvel movie to date and it's like nigga you are very wrong <laughs> you are very very wrong yeah, unfortunately it's it's okay for you to have an opinion and it's okay for your opinion to be wrong and yeah. facts we didn't told y'all before you allowed to have an opinion it is also allowed to be wrong that is how it goes niggas was upset that I thought Belly was overrated what the fuck ever nigga sure I guess Again, th that's niggas being niggas because there's nothing good about Belly other than the fucking visuals. True. So, you know, niggas was definitely trying to tell me that Bird Box was fire at the show when I told no, him that that's fucking overrated. Won't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Bird Box was in the evening. <laughs> it, I don't, I'm trying to work out my rating system, y'all. That's my new shit. Yeah, when I, I don't really give a fuck. It's like it was okay. Yeah, it was in the evening. Yeah, no, that shit was just weak. I was, I was thoroughly disappointed. And niggas was... 
the only reason I watched it was but the thing is, Bird Box is a movie that produced memes much better than the actual movie itself. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean The memes were much better than the movie. Yeah. Plus I was just hoping for a much bigger reveal of whatever the fuck was going on, but True. Again, like I said, it was in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. It was weak, if you're asking me. A Vig said Vig said overrated to the Sopranos. I don't remember how the how the audience really reacted to that. Yeah, I think there I think your cousin agreed. Maybe somebody else agreed, but I mean it's one of those things of I think people that really watched it could kind of relate because again, Sopranos is one of those shows that when something significant happened, it was a big deal. But so many of those episodes, nothing fucking happened. Dig it. I threw out there that the motion picture that is in eight and a half out of ten hood niggas top three movies list, Scarface, is certainly overrated. It is. And I mean I had it to just wait. Is. Even from when I was a kid and it came out, and I think whenever I saw it originally, I didn't really get it because that was back in them days for you young motherfuckers that it was so long, it came on two VHS tapes. That was like the beginning of that shit back then. So I didn't really get it, but then I didn't. I watched it in my adulthood, like probably, I think I was still past 30. So this had to be within the last 10 to 15 years or so that I ended up watching it again as an adult to really put adult eyes on it. And yeah, there was nothing about that shit that was fucking spectacular. And of course, fucking Al Pacino's goddamn Cuban. His Cuban accent. <laughs> accent is fucking horrific. But I mean, nah, like it is not Brian De Palma's best. Agreed. And over in the chat, man, we got to make sure we show your love to y'all, man. Jay Stu, I do not disagree. It definitely felt like Andy Serkis was black in that shit, man. They black Panthers. <laughs> Agree that most the most hood movies are, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They they happen. It's cool. That's definitely a thing we talked about in the beginning of the of the podcast when we were first getting started. Like the fact that I feel like as soon as a nigga gets to direct a movie, they they go and try to make the best hood movie that they can. And I'm like, fam, it's, it's like. Do something else. <laughs> like, cause there are other things that happen in the world. Like, there are black people outside of the hood that, that you could make fucking stories about. You know what I'm saying? This like, is true, but I think it, it's also that catch-22 that we don't actually have to deal with where the funding's not there when you're trying to do some other shit. Because for sure. motherfuckers in control are too afraid to put money behind something experimental. And that's why you get shit where... It's always some super indie shit that somebody had to scrape money up to get done. Like when you go back historically and you look at shit like she's got to have it. Like she's got to have it got done. And he did that shit for like $100,000. Like he had to <laughs> scrape to get most of that shit done. And then once he kind of got to a certain point of like getting signed on, they kicked in a little bit more just for him to be able to finish that shit. But that's what I'm saying. You almost have to do it on that level. Then... Bill Buzz with that one little bullshit movie you did to be able to start getting funding like Spike Lee did after that. But when you got shit, when you think about like in the 90s with a like half plenty, like mind you, that dude, I'm fucking forgetting his name right now, but he didn't do that much more as far as his independent shit after that. But it's the same thing of like, you have to scrape up and or get somebody behind you. Like they ended up having, their shit was partially executive produced by a baby face and, and his wife at the time. So when you still have shit like that, that's all they can do. You got a low budget shit because nobody wants to put a few million dollars or let alone tens of million dollars behind something that's a little bit more, you know, a larger scope. 
if anything else. Because, I mean, I would love to see. I think, see, that's one of the whole things that I think we're starting to maybe get into a, a bit of a revolution with. We need more niggas in sci-fi, basically, is what it comes down to. No, for sure. Because once it starts getting to that point where niggas can make sci-fi movies for real and it becomes a little bit more feasible, I think even people, creators, will open up their minds more to the idea that, yo, we can make a movie where we got powers, or not even necessarily powers, but just something that's even technological base that'll come off a little bit more than just the regular shit. But yeah, they're not taking those chances. It's like, all right, we'll give you a, a million, a couple of million to do some hood shit, because we're probably maybe going to recoup some of that trash. Absolute fucking trash. Yeah, that shit is, I don't know, that's unfortunate, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, you know, perhaps these people are looking at shit like, I don't know. I mean, my nigga, see, that's the thing. You look at some shit and you see that at times, bro, motherfuckers get a bare minimum ass, shoestring ass budget and be pulling off fucking miracles. So it's right. like, bro, like if a, if a studio only willing to give you X grand to pull off whatever it is, like I've... I've seen non-black, not even necessarily saying white, but I've seen non-black directors do some amazing shit with fucking 50 cent in a pack of gum. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and MacGyver to fuck out some shit. And I just feel like I wish niggas would attempt to be more creative with whatever the fuck it is that they going to do when they get even a little bit of money. I guess. Yeah. And I feel you, but I think it's still, they get steered toward that because just like, you know, Stu was saying, it's like. Yeah, we could see black folks in regular situations like, yeah, I like Judd Apatow movies. I'd like to see more of that in that kind of vein. And mind you, it's hit or miss at the times when it happens because everybody talks about, like back in the day, one of my favorite movies was uh, Fear of a Black Hat. For sure. So, so that's my shit. But then once Rusty kind of got a little bit more notoriety and then they gave him Sprung, it's like Sprung wasn't the greatest movie. It was a straight up, you know, romantic comedy and it didn't necessarily do that well, but then it's like they don't keep getting more chances to do more things that's like that that's not all hooded out and everything. And that's what I would like to see. I'd r rather see regular shit, regular folks that didn't sell drugs. Like, mind you, you know, and I say that shit jokingly all the time. It's like, yeah, nigga, I grew up in East Cleveland. I never sold crack. I was never <laughs> in a game. Exactly, though, <laughs> So bro. it's like, and, and like there's, there's that portion of people that you know can be represented or do shit that's cool but then it's like you always get the the movies where when they do decide to go the comedic path it's always like extra ghetto still but but that's what i'm saying bro like it's it's that's it's that same shit it's fucking it's eight out of ten times if you see a clip of a of a black comic on stage doing you know he about to do stand-up you can fucking guess with almost 100% certainty what his fucking material will be. Right. And that shit is whack. Like, it's, it's whack. Like, come mm. on. Like, niggas get... Like, bro, please try. And, that's, and that is why, though my favorite... If I were to name you my top five stand-up comedians of all time, three to four of the five are going to be black. But if I gave you a list of... 30 of my favorite stand-up comedians there's mad white comedians high in my list well this is true but i was gonna say even in conjunction with that probably out of my list of my top five i think four out of my five are black but even like maybe those top three or three of those didn't even talk about regular everyday hood shit right like 
Chappelle kind of mentions some of it, but he's not dwelling right. on that. Patrice O'Neal is like my number one. That nigga didn't really talk about hood shit. Nah. This is a black nigga from Boston. Like, he didn't talk about that. Just a real nigga. Right. So it's like you have that differences, but, you know, it's it's just all that whole idea that nobody wants to take the chance. And I really hate the fact that so much black <laughs> cinema nowadays is just based on fucking trauma. Yeah. It's like, nigga, I don't want to see another fucking struggle movie. I don't give a fuck who's in it. I get tired of that shit. Every time I turn around and I look, and it's like Jeffrey Wright's in some shit, and I'm like, yeah, nigga, this nigga can act, but, you know, he's in prison <laughs> or or something related <laughs> to that. Like, nah, nigga, I'm cool. Yeah, my nigga definitely, definitely be in prison. I mean, shit, bro, I agree because it happens so fucking often. I mean, it was people who didn't want to see Judas and the Black Messiah. They was like, "Nah, it's about a snitch." I didn't either. And, and mind you, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. It, it ain't got nothing to do with being a snitch, obviously. But if it wasn't for the fact that so much of that was filmed here at home in Cleveland, right? And there were people that I knew that were going to be in it. I don't know. I probably wouldn't have seen it yet. I'll put it like that. Like if it had came out in the way that it came, I eventually would have watched it because I'll tell you honestly. When you talk about a lot of stuff, especially from the 60s and or 70s, and it's dealing with a lot of civil rights stuff, again, trauma. I don't really want to watch that shit. I've never seen Selma. For the very reason of I'm like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to see Selma either. It's like you get good reviews, but it's David like. David O'Yellow don't look like Martin Luther King. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that was enough for me well, to be like, nope. That, that's fine. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's like, nigga, I just don't really want to see it. I don't even give a fuck if, if goddamn Ava DuVernay was in that motherfucking naked. Like, I still don't lightweight want to see Selma. And I do want to see Ava DuVernay. I'm say, I would have watched it. I, I, I ain't really, gonna lie. I really want to see that. Bad, I'm not going to lie to y'all niggas. I, I would have watched it bad. for that. <laughs> well, absolutely. I would have, but I wouldn't have wanted to other than just to be like, can I fast forward to that scene? But anyway, let's stop objectifying women. We love women. We're supporters right. of women. Nigga, yeah, we definitely pro woman. We definitely got to get a canceled <laughs> button on the sound pad, nigga. It has to happen. So, so yeah, I, I think, I think our reactions and interactions with the crowd were pretty good with our list of of overrated motion pictures and in and, and television, etc. We we covered Martin. Oh yeah, I also told y'all that Guardians of the Galaxy was overrated in my opinion, as well as Game of Thrones because of the way that that shit dove off at the end and I just didn't feel like it was supposed to be a fucking mega phenomenon like that, the way that niggas dick ate that show so much for a bunch of hithers and dithers and cousin humpers and fucking and miscellaneous rapes and, and, and a couple of dragons. And I think that fucking, what was his name? Goddamn. The Night King or whatever the fuck. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's weak ending for me. Weak ending for me. Yeah, I didn't even make it to the ending because niggas ruined it. But, I mean, again, when I got hip to it, it wasn't really all the, the super buzz yet. It was like I I ended up buying. That's what was weird because you figure out how weird this shit was because I didn't want to watch it on um, demand because I didn't have access like that. I didn't want to watch it at my father's house. But, anyway, I actually bought the first three seasons on DVD and watched them shits and then traded them in after I watched them. It was cool, but not really that type of thing. It was like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next episode. It was like, all right, it's cool. Um, also, kind of a sidebar to touch on, the TV and movies for us is where it's like, we're trying to watch black stuff to escape and all of our shit. Yeah, it's just so based and soaked in drama. It's like, I'm cool. Like, what the fuck? Where's the escape? It's always, even when it's some, um, all right, so I'll give you an example. So just like, uh, even though I haven't watched it yet, but it's like uh, 
the what is it two distant strangers or what the fuck oh yeah the two distant strangers yeah. right two distant strangers and then there's that other movie that i don't know if it came out about the the girl that also kept being in the time loop trying to say, save her brother or some shit oh no killed I by the cops. yeah there's something that is either out or it came out where i want to say it came out and it might be <laughs> on netflix and i can't think of the name of it but yeah she was going back in time to keep trying to prevent her brother from getting killed by the cops. It's like, even when we hit some sci-fi shit, it's always rooted in niggas getting killed by the police. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I was told about them before I cut it on and chose not to cut it on. When I when I found out some of the things that they do in it, it was just like, all right, my nigga, I guess. Like, it's not to say that it's bad. I just don't want to fucking see that shit over and over. Like, my nigga, like, it's, it, see, that's the thing. Because I don't even know that that was necessarily done by somebody black, so on and so forth. It's, it's legit. Like, very often, it's either a, you know, some black traumatic shit by somebody black, or it's some black traumatic shit by somebody who's not black, which is equally fucking weird. Probably even weirder. Well, I mean, and I guess it kind of depends on how you look at it. Because it's like, as a nigga, I have to look at you weird for being like, yeah. Let me do some fucked up shit about my people. But then I also got to look at somebody that's not a nigga doing some weird shit. Because it's like, man, what the fuck? Like, is, it, is, is this literally all? Because it's a thing. Like, there are clearly things other than that that occur with us as a people. Because we influence so fucking much. Wait a minute. So wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, the fuck you didn't. You saying black people existed before the 1800s? <laughs> Bullshit. Right. I'm calling shenanigans on this nigga. We did not exist before the 1800s. It was, life started as slavery, current day. Pretty much, nigga. If you if you let if you let why they tell it, <laughs> and I only give an exception to that same thing because yeah, I haven't watched them either. But like, I made the exception for Lovecraft Country. I don't know why. Probably because when we end up watching it, even though it was set within that the the sci fi horrific element. You know, that element rang so hard over everything else that I think I was able to kind of get through that a lot easier without being so focused on the Jim Crowness of it all. I, f- I feel it. They definitely, that's definitely a departure from shit, but it's lightweight, like, which we can get ready to segue into. It was low key Army of the Dead in the respect of you have this kind of movie and this kind of movie. And then what happens if you mush them together? Okay, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So it definitely was, which was why I, I bothered to go and look at it and watch it. And and it was good. I don't, I mean, if they probably, they're probably the way niggas talked about it, there'll probably be, in, you know, more of it. But, and fucking H.P. Lovecraft was a fucking super weirdo. So there's right. plenty of shit to pull from. I don't know that I'm like super hyped for it, but, you know, whatever, cool. They They, they took a couple of different things Definitely, definitely did do a solid when it came to balancing the different shit, the elements of the show. Right, and it, it was, and it, and, it, and it never felt like it was. It definitely never felt like it was too much. Right, and that's what I'm saying because when you really think about the occurrences of where it was racial versus, it just happened to be some black people dealing with some extra supernatural weirdo shit. Right, it was a lot more of that than it was so much of the racial. Definitely. So, Vig, Army of the Dead. Let's talk new shit. Nigga, fuck Army of the Dead. Fuck Zack Snyder. 
Nah, not really. It was in the evening. <laughs> okay. So, again, you know, we kind of talk pre. It's entertaining. I guess we're going to be non-spoilery because I ain't even been out barely fucking 24 hours. This is um, true. So, I mean, if you want to watch a good action movie <laughs> that has very Zack Snyder-y, Zack Snyder things in it, whole lot of slow-mo, definitely a lot of gore, but it is really mostly a action heist movie set in a certain set in a, a situation of there being zombies involved it is very formulaic in a lot of ways it has so many tropes and so many characters and things of where you see the shit and you already know what's going to happen and you're going to be kind of pissed and probably yell at the screen once or twice talking about how stupid motherfuckers are for doing the shit that they're doing but it is entertaining but it is two and a half goddamn hours long which is probably 45 minutes too much. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. This joint could have been 130, 145 and been all right for real. It looks good though, but I mean, yeah. Oh, no, it it looked it looked fire. Non-spoilery, there were just a lot of elements that I felt like I wanted to see more of that we didn't get. Oh, Which, yeah, so I forgot we keep not giving synopsis of shit. Okay, so Dave Batista you know, right. it was Drax, former WWE. No, I'm always say WWF. Fuck the WWE. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm never saying, nigga, I'm I've never called that shit the WWE. <laughs> so, former wrestler, basically, it focuses around him. He's in this scenario, he's kind of a mercenary, former military. He basically gets tasked by one of those big billionaire, you know, mogul type motherfuckers to basically go into Las Vegas. Las Vegas is basically entirely closed off because there are nothing but zombies within it. So being that Las Vegas is now shut down and there's still money inside of there. So like basically the rest of the world is going on with normal shit. All of the zombies, like I said, are inside of Vegas. So they get tasked to go in to basically steal a bunch of money from one of the casinos and bring it back or a fee, so he has to get a team together. They go in, but again, like I said, there's zombies in there, and hilarity and fuckery ensues. Damn. Exactly. So yes, it, that that pretty much covers it. The the uh, the billionaire who tasks Dave Batista and his in his ragtag Bruce Willis Armageddon crew to go in and fucking get the money is uh, is is Hiroyuki Sonata. That was Scorpion in in the most recent Mortal Kombat movie. And races, I couldn't things. think of all the Japanese names. <laughs> yeah, I, you I know, know the crazy shit was nigga. It, <laughs> the, the, not 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 a spoiler here, but when he basically broke down to the crew what their job was, Army of the Dead. It came out in theaters last week, which almost makes me want to talk about spoilers. But it came out in theaters last week, and then it hit Netflix yesterday or Thursday at midnight. It's a Zack Snyder joint, same Zack Snyder from 300, trash-ass sucker punch, you know, all the DC movies recently, including the new four-hour Snyder cut of the Justice League. So when he when he tasked them and tell them what their plan is to go in and, and extract this money. My nigga definitely said, easy peasy, Japanese. And I never heard that shit in my life, nigga. Well, yeah, I, I think that was probably Zack Snyder's racist ass writing in something extra racist for a Japanese person to say that doesn't really exist. That would be my guess. But it was funny because then the white guy was like, excuse me, I don't think we can we can say that. And he was like, but, but, I'm, but I'm Japanese. Like, <laughs> nigga, like, I'm... Like I can say it. It's like it's like the N word. Like that, that was funny as shit to me. Yeah, I'm just like I said, me not being one to be totally racist, but I can't keep up with all the 
Japanese actors' names outside of like Nuriyuki Pat Morita, rest <laughs> in peace. Cause right, that's my nigga. Right, that's my nigga. I grew up with Pat Morita from Happy Days to the Karate Kid, which so. fucks me up so bad because it wasn't until after he died that I realized that he was actually a fucking hilarious stand-up comic. Yep, they used to call him the uh, hip nip, me, which was racist as uh, fuck. In itself. Yes, but yeah, sucker punch. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Sherman. Everything stinks. That was not. <sighs> the thoughts and opinions of Vigatron. <laughs> Nigga. Uh, fucking Sucker Punch. No. Sucker Punch no. was was an ass bag, my nigga. That shit was terrible. I mean, nigga, like when I looked at my wallet when I walked out of the theater. <laughs> nigga, I spent money on that shit, okay? That's a goddamn shame because these I had the decency to like Redbox or maybe a Hollywood video that shit. But uh, well, nigga said yeah. it's not extra good or amazing. No, nigga, that shit was that shit was butt cheeks. So nigga. If it's not extra good or amazing, like what is it? Mid? No, nigga, it's not even mid. It's ass. It's not. It again looked looks great. great. Though. Looked great. Like I said, this it's definitely a movie to watch on mute and not know nothing about what is happening. <laughs> nigga, like oh, this shit look crazy. Why they in this little dirty fucking shelter for this 30 minute stretch and then oh this look crazy again like nigga, that's that shit was pretty fucking terrible but the real question is can you fap to it low-key i guess a bunch of a bunch of bad a bunch of sweaty <laughs> fire white bitches <laughs> just shooting shit up and swinging swords isn't that disrespectful to the uh, the asian one there was an asian one Yes, there was. That shit sucked. I don't remember it. There was an Asian one, and I almost feel like there was one Hispanic one. I almost feel like, who the fuck was that? Was it probably, uh, I almost want to say Vanessa Hudgens? I don't know what she is. She's white, dog. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Granted, Scout's, uh, Scout's guys hit a zombie apocalypse. She had her titties out in that. She, she, she had her titties out in that. Nigga. She had them things. I ain't gonna lie. Nigga. I was like, wait a minute, high school musical. Hold up. So now I gotta actually watch that shit. Cause I'm like, I didn't know. Like the titties was out. Yeah. Nigga, between that and it was either it was either Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse or it was Zombies vs. Vampires. It was one of the two. All right, I'm about to figure that out. Anyway. Whichever one she's in, the titties was out. And they were great. She had them jello jigglers. They was Shit, they wasn't uh, no Alexandra Daddario's though. You know what? I would say they were they were they were as good. Shit. They were good. Nigga. Her shit, nigga, I forgot what fucking movie it was. I saw her in first. I was like, God damn, she got a rack on her. And then let alone <laughs> racks on racks on racks. It, it wasn't cause she was in Baywatch, but it wasn't that. It was something else she was in, and she was in a bikini, and I'm like, she was playing somebody's daughter. And I remember like, God damn. And then she fucking showed up in, I think it was probably the first season of True Detective and I didn't even watch it yet, but I saw a clip and my God, them things. Them things was thanging. They was thanging. So now I still got to watch this shit because I ain't even really fully watched the scene. But yeah, sorry to be uh, atypically. Uh, yeah, so like I said, Army of the Dead is fine. It's too fucking long. That's low-key really my only gripe with it because I didn't expect nothing else. It's a fucking zombie movie. It's a zombie movie where niggas is going in and trying to get some money so they have to run into a whole horde of zombies. I mean, I fucking guess. Like, I, like, like I definitely... I expected more action and zombie killing and fighting to occur in it than what we got. But, I mean... But that's why I backed off of that and said it was more action heist movie than it was 
so much zombie movie because it was a whole lot of non-zombie in the bitch. And it's like, yeah. it's fine. Like I said, it was an Ethan. Yeah. I mean, like like I said, like it's it's not bad, but I'm not, it's it's definitely not great. At some point, I guess we'll, we'll talk spoilers. Matter of fact, I'm going to probably record a, a review for it later this evening and do a and, and do a non-spoiler intro and then go into spoilers. I mean, what the fuck? Y'all already using y'all mama's Netflix account. Just go watch the bitch. Yeah. It ain't costing you shit. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Go ahead, go ahead and do that. Minus well. Oh shit, you know what? Speaking of using niggas accounts and accounts in general, that makes me think about the fact that this week HBO Max introduced a lower price plan. Oh. So you can get it for less, but it comes with ads. Kind of like Hulu's lowest plan. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, not doing that. But bringing up HBO Max, that's potentially about to change now because AT&T said fuck this shit and dished Warner Brothers. Right. Got rid of Warner Media this week, which is a big thing though. Explain cuz nigga, I don't know. Oh shit, okay, cool. So, uh, a couple years ago, Warner Media was was purchased so everything all the subsidiaries of, of everything under warner were purchased by at&t making them not only the largest telecommunication company on fucking planet earth it also put them up there in the running amongst one of the one of the highest media uh companies on planet earth at the same time so they tried to step in and completely become an all-encompassing entertainment company which would allow them to use their cable and internet services in home to actually then also own these multiple streaming services and networks and put it all together be able to create new bundles and packages of things because they have so many people using their services for phones for example and for their home entertainment service like cable and internet particularly being cable and streaming type shit to just make a mega company. That shit didn't work out. I want to say they spent $80 billion to acquire $80 billion to acquire Warner Media, and they just sold it to Discover, which is weird as fuck, but they sold it to Discovery for 40 So they just took an L of half of what they spent to acquire that shit because that shit is not working out for them. They obviously have not done fucking well when it comes to all those properties and trying to manage those bitches and keep shit going. They have not done well when it came to the DC properties, clearly. That shit ain't worked out. And then they've also fucking dropped the ball dramatically in the past X amount of months when it came to their decision to put everything for this year's releases day and date on fucking HBO Max to try to drive up their subscription service, which was a fucking huge slap in the face to all those directors, creators, the financiers, people who put money behind all those movies. That created gigantic problems because then all those people were like, this completely shatters everything and changes up how money gets made. And they didn't, have talks and conversations with all these people and these companies and these directors and these actors before they made that decision. So as AT&T continues to fuck up the bag for Warner Media, they decided it's time to go ahead and let this shit go because it's losing us money on a nonstop basis. They haven't been releasing the actual numbers for uh, HBO Max. They've been giving us bullshit numbers, first weekend numbers and shit like that, but they haven't been giving us transparency with that. So with all that being said, they're out. And now... This is going over to Discovery, who fucking has, you know, HGTV and all that shit. They're an actual fucking media company, at least. 
So it's just they have Discovery Plus. They have their own service. So it's more likely that now HBO Max, if this shit goes through, gets all the red tape and government regulations and shit, this shit goes through, it just may, just may mean that HBO Max could go away and get merged into some new super fucking service with Discovery, which wouldn't really be too surprising because as fast as Warner put out that DC Universe streaming service, that shit lasted for like seven months. And it was the fuck out of there. And then they merged all that shit into HBO Max. And we've seen shit come out and then go away. Mm. Okay. So we may be getting another change. And the motherfucker who was, who's been running Warner Media, he's clearly the fuck up out of there because he found out about it when it got announced to the public. Wow. So, yeah. All right. And that's Watts with our Entertainment Minute. Yeah. Nigga be randomly knowing stuff. Seeing shit coming. Sometimes I'll be watching shit, but also be not giving a fuck because I'll be like, yeah, nigga, whatever. Whatever's going to come on, I'm going to watch it if I'm paying for it. Oh, and uh, sidebar, Stu, I think you may be right about Hall Pass where me thinking of Alexandra Daddario and them titties because I actually do own the DVD of that. So that's oh, where she was the babysitter. She yeah. was Owen Wilson's, uh, Wilson's babysitter. Yep. Yeah. And then she tried to throw in the things towards the end of <sighs> that. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. So. Okay, what else was there that we needed to cover? Nobody. Nobody. What do you mean nobody? Nobody. What do you mean nobody? Nobody. <laughs> no, I don't have to read the article. Exactly. Yeah, now you don't got to read the article. I See, told that's you. what this nigga's for. Because I'd be like, I'm not, I don't read no articles. I'm like, if they don't post it on some YouTube site that I subscribe to, where they tell me what the fuck is going on, I ain't listening to that shit. So, yeah, you got to tell me what's happening then. No, and shit like that. Watch. Shit like that is... That shit interests me. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's it's not that it's not interesting, but again, we're in a situation where my thought is is like either I'm gonna pay for it or I'm not. Like it ain't gonna stop it from happening. It may inconvenience me, but I'm still going to consume the material. So that's why I don't halfway give as much of a fuck because I'm just like, all right, y'all doing this, that, and the third, and blah blah blah, and all the shit I'm paying for. Like, where am I gonna be able to watch it? That, that's all I give a fuck at the end of the day. Is it still available? Okay, cool. And that's where I leave it. I feel you. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even mad at that. I, I, it's just when certain shit like that happens, then I'll get online and this slam my social media and shit. It's like, oh shit, hold on. I need to know what the fuck niggas doing with the <laughs> facts. Definitely want to know what's happening with, with the DC characters and, and so on and so forth. I want to know what's happening with, with really all this shit and see how they play this going forward. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, I am excited to see kind of like, you know, when, when you see, all the Marvel characters, you know, the X-Men and so on and so forth, actually going back to Marvel proper. You know, Fantastic Four going back to Marvel proper is kind of exciting. Even though this is not necessarily the same thing, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see this, you know, this media and entertainment company being run by another media and entertainment company versus a fucking cell phone company. And I can understand that. I don't give as much of a fuck, but the HBO Max thing for me is more like the fact that once they got to that point where I can go in there to watch Batman the Animated Series, Justice League, Superman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, and all of that shit under one, and Young Justice, all of that shit under one banner, that's all I really gave a fuck about. No, honestly, I feel it. I feel it. Honestly. And I mean, outside of HBO's, you know, their, their uh, original programming, 
that still to I guess to some degree wouldn't change. And mind you, you know, halfway sidebar, but eventually we got to talk about if you haven't watched the six episodes of Damn That Michael Che. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw. I haven't watched it yet, yeah, but I saw. Maybe. I didn't know if it was something I needed to no, watch. Shit, you need to watch. It. Okay. So yeah, Damn That Michael Che. For any of you listening, if you haven't watched it on HBO Max, it's only six episodes. Michael Che is a fucking uh, national treasure, and he has his own sketch comedy show. It's only six episodes. And he's really representing for the niggas, cause man, yeah, you need to peep. Then yeah, then that's then that's next up on the list. So speaking of things on the list, before we before we do touch, you know, nobody. Goddamn, I finished Snowfall. I am completely caught up. Oh damn. Okay. So I start at so I started Snowfall uh, a month or so ago, and I've caught up to all four seasons and watched the entire shit. So The Wire is the next thing on my blow through it list. You you did right because you saved me from even having to make a smarmy remark about like, yeah, won't this guy catch up with fucking The Wire? So you already mentioned it, so it's fine. Yeah, it's 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 there. So I finished it and I started Modoc, which just came out. Another Marvel thing, but it's on Hulu, which Disney also owns. So that don't even get confused about why if it's a Marvel thing, it's not on Disney Plus. It's it's adult, so it's cool. I I got the sh- straight the fuck through Snowfall. It was fine. I I'm I guess I need to go look more into Rick Ross's story since that's what it's supposed to be based on, even though it's set in California and his shit was Miami. Whatever. I do like the real stories behind shit that's supposedly based in some kind of fact or truth. Very much like when 300 came out, I went and looked that shit up. I went and looked up everything that had to do with that shit in real life. Because I was like, nigga, this shit couldn't happen for real. And I just wanted to know. You know, so when I see something that is really interesting, I will go and look into the actual background on shit. So, yeah. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed that shit. I, I, I'm definitely interested to see what happens. I feel like they can only squeeze one or two more seasons out this shit. I'm sure I'm fairly sure that's probably the plan. I don't think they're trying to elongate it because if they're just really covering parts of the 80s anyway, I'm fairly sure it's going to come down to all of that shit's going to come to an end at some point. It so. ma- they make it feel like this shit is happening in so in such a tight time window where we just literally got so Franklin gets shot at the end of season two. I mean, at the end of season three, and then fucking Limpson is on a cane the entirety of season four. I'm like, you know, it makes you feel like it's a very short window um, of time that these seasons occur in. They like, we don't really get too much of a timeline. The thing, the only thing that I have saw as an indication to be able to tell, you know, where we are in time has been Jerome's hair. That's all you got, my nigga. No bullshit. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. I didn't even pay that shit that much attention. Think about it. My nigga, track. my nigga had, my nigga had the the he had the he had the froed out fro, but it it looked like a terrible wig from the beginning though. As we got as we progressed further into the shows and the seasons, the shaping became different. And then when we got into this last season, nigga, that shit was wet and curly, nigga. So I knew we was getting into the late eighties, nigga, going into the strong Jerry curl because that was the For thing. For Some reason I feel like from the very beginning he had some form of curl. Like nah, nigga, that shit wasn't wet and juicy like that shit. Nigga, that shit was it so may have changed, glow. But obviously they fuck with everybody's wigs. So just like fucking uh, Isaiah, whatever his name is, that plays uh, Leon, 
Like I hate the fact that his wig just got Afro, bigger. Right. I'm like, why the fuck did they get bigger? Like my nigga, that don't even make no goddamn sense. Like you're in the '80s, niggas wasn't rocking huge I'm ass afros you, bro. like that on a That's regular. All we got as an indication. It's not just Jerome particularly, but I'm saying though, like his hair particularly went like juicy, nigga. Like it was like, oh, this one nigga started hitting that shit with the activator, nigga. I could see, even though we never saw it happen in the show, I could see that nigga hitting the move, nigga. Like nigga hit the spray, 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 pat move, nigga. I could see it happening dog and also franklin's mom she went from she went from the 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 fucking straight curls to the motherfucking feather comb nigga you could tell nigga like because i remember when my mom was hitting her shit with the feather comb nigga like i like those were that was the indications of time passing more than anything because these niggas all look the same they're not aging the only thing that was changing was niggas hair over time, I was like, "Yo, yep, this is that is that was my way of knowing how late into the '80s we was getting was looking at niggas' hairdos." Okay, all right, it's fine. Um, Maybe I'm tripping. I invite niggas to go back and just look, just look at an episode randomly here and there in season one. Look at an episode randomly in season two. Look at something in three. Look at something in four, and watch niggas' hair. That's the only thing that changed for real. All right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying Like I said This, 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 shit, this shit was good I, I definitely want to see and, and Jerome also went from Like one of my least favorite characters In the show Probably Probably my least favorite character In the show I hated that nigga In the beginning I was like Yeah he's overacting And by the end It was like I love this nigga's overacting I appreciate that nephew Yeah Like it was just It was too much And eventually It, it, it started to feel real Woman smacked the shit out of this motherfucking nephew. <laughs> right. <Boy. laughs> Nigga said, what you mean? We're going to go get these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah, go on and get them, unk. Smack your motherfucking daddy. <laughs> right, when he told that nigga to smack his daddy, nigga, that was great. Oh, shit. Okay, so last on the docket is nobody. If you have not seen this thing, you needs to. It was worth it. I think. Nobody starring Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. My man's from, from Better Call Saul. Yeah, most of y'all youngins know him from Better Call Saul slash Breaking Bad. My nigga from the Ben Stiller show from the early 90s also with Mr. Show with Bob and David, which is also available on HBO Max for any of you trying to get hip to old shit because Bob Odenkirk is primarily a comedic actor-writer. And um, so for him to do a movie like Nobody was definitely somewhat out of character. So, it, it, goddamn, we so good with not. We need to start eventually doing research and actually having character names and shit. <laughs> we come to do fucking synopsis and shit. Maybe that's what I'm going to start doing. No, but you know what? We would have we would have we would have had more if we would have uh, done this after if we would have done this last week having freshly seen it because we were supposed to cover it, but then we chose not to because we decided to go a different way. But, yeah, I feel you. I guess. Well, like I say, yeah, it wouldn't have been right for there. But So, yeah, he basically plays a, a regular everyman, so to speak, that does the same routine every day of taking out the garbage and going to clock in to his boring-ass job and living his life with his two kids and his wife. And <laughs> it just seems like, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on. But then he eventually gets triggered to go back into his secret life that was not known about previous where this motherfucker was basically a fucking enforcer and, and killing motherfuckers. Yeah. And um John Wick light. Yeah, basically you could say it's kind of like that except yeah, when you're looking at a a 50 something year old 
you know, white man, suburban man that then, you know, hits that trigger, even though ironically since fucking well, nigga, that's the Keanu same thing as John Wick. Well, but I'm saying, well, <laughs> you know, but, but everybody doesn't think about Keanu Reeves being over 50, but it's like, that's the reality, even though he's not white. But uh, th- that's the only major difference. But the, the what fact- What the fuck is he? He is, uh, I think, half white, half Hawaiian or Samoan. Something. Holy shit. That's why he ain't Asian. Well, you know, goddamn well, you can look at him and tell he ain't straight white. No. That's why his name is Keanu. <laughs> Bro, listen. My introduction to Keanu was Bill and Ted, so I felt like he probably just had, and the way he, the way he played that shit so well, made me feel like, look at him, watch him act. His name is Keanu. Like it just felt it. like he just had hippie ass parents like that. That probably just you know what I'm saying. It was like, no, no, no. His father is definitely of Polynesian descent. That's dope, without question. Um, I was not aware. Yeah, but I think yeah, that was probably my first introduction to him too. Was probably Bill and Ted. Look at Vig with the facts. Yeah, well, there's little shit I knew. Like I said, I, I grew up with the nigga all my life. Between that and then seeing him in Parenthood, where he actually was kind of acting a lot better. Like he always has his moments where he actually shows that he can act. I guess under the right direction, and then other times he's just straight Keanu in it <laughs> for the rest of whatever the fuck. But nonetheless, not to go off on a whole tirade about right, right, because you know, because because he got on the TV, got. You see the point break on. <laughs> you turn to it, and it's one for 2015. I need my Swayze. <laughs> right. That ain't right. <laughs> yeah, we'd be all over the fucking place. So anyway, so yeah, nobody, yeah, it's kind of like John Wick like in that sense where, you know, like I said, he, he gets triggered, he goes back to whooping ass, and basically what really triggers things is that he ends up on a bus, and he ends up getting into a fight with a bunch of rowdy ass dudes and he fucks them up and one of them happens to be a Russian mob boss's brother and then so all the Russian mob basically gets sent after him and then he immediately slaps out and, and just starts fucking motherfuckers up that's basically the premise and it's not ruining anything and that's that's the gist of it it is definitely worth watching so I am taking this opportunity to call you out on your bullshit that you said he was like, man, this shit took so long to kick in. It was like forty minutes for anything happen, nigga. You exaggerate. It was like twenty minutes. It wasn't. It was. T- I just watched the motherfucker more recent than you, and I'm sitting there waiting for it. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna take forever. And it was like after the first twenty minutes was when action finally started, and I'm like, why did this nigga make it seem like it was forty whole minutes before anything happened? You exaggerate. If we weren't in the middle of this show, <laughs> I would I would fucking turn this shit on to go and try to figure out when that first thing that actually happens is. Cause like the cause nigga, like when when the motherfuckers I ain't giving no major spoilers or nothing crazy, but when the motherfuckers run up in his house, I don't know how far that's into the movie. I think that's I wanna say that was like fucking at least fucking fifteen minutes in, somewhere ten, fifteen minutes in. Right, with the first robbery you're talking about, right? Right. Right, so like I said, that was then that they was then in. yeah, and like, then for him to when he got on the bus, like I said, it wasn't forty minutes in because I remember when I looked at the shit and I looked at the timer and I was like, why did this nigga make it seem like it took so goddamn long for the shit to really start know. and it didn't? Because because even because even with that though, like even with that, like the bus the bus scene happens. And then it low key go back to like nothing happening for another like fifteen minutes before it then turns up and he got to like actually fight niggas off. It's not as bad. I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> look, I'm saying the action that occurs is dope. I'm just saying 
the way the niggas talked about it, niggas kept saying, John Wick, John Wick, John Wick is how everybody kept. So going into it, I had unfortunately hired expectations because I, I was going into it with nothing until I kept seeing niggas talking about it. And then I'm watching it and I'm just like, when the fuck does it start? Yeah, shit. Maybe it made those moments feel fucking painstaking. I don't it had know. Had to be. You felt like you was at work. You were like, nigga, well, how's the clock not moving? Like, like wait, my like, nigga, I'm wait. looking at it, and the in the minutes ain't going by. And oh. I wasn't even troubled by all of that shit leading up to. Like as far as character no, because I liked the beginning with the with the re- with the repetition right. of his day. So I was like, nigga, this is life, and that's nigga. what I'm saying with the character building. I actually dug it. And then once it got to that point of where he was, I think it was when he was talking to, no, he was talking, yeah, I don't even want to ruin who the character is, but if you know voices, you'll know who the fuck this is early on in the movie. He has a friend where it's actually, well, I'm just going to say that. He has a friend that he's talking to on the phone. If you know voices, you'll know who it is before he actually shows up later in right. the movie or if you go look at the the cast list, you'll ruin it for yourself. But Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, was, I was hyped when I, as soon as I heard him coming through the right, speaker, I, I, like, I was like, yeah, oh, that's that nigga. And I was like, yeah, it figures. So, but the fact that when he was explaining to him about what happened during that night of the robbery, like this is also kind of really not spoilery. It's kind of a setup. It opens up in such a way early in the movie where basically his home is robbed. So like everybody sleep, a couple of intruders come in, they're looking to rob the place, put a gun in his face, everything. And his son tries to basically stop one of the robbers. And he's faced with one of those dilemmas of like, do you fuck up the other robber with the gun or do you kind of let shit go? And he lets shit go. So this is kind of all setting up the character of him just being like this weak motherfucker per your expectation of what you're thinking has happened right. before he fucking snaps. He's doing so, things to keep, to to hold up the facade of being unassuming. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, I'm just a regular dude. Right. So like, little do we know. When he was talking to his friend and he gave that reveal about that one little detail yeah. that he knew, I was like, all right, that's pretty good. And yeah. I was intrigued Same enough to be like, yeah, nigga, I don't care that he's not whooping ass because now I know he's actually just tucking that shit. I'm like, damn, that was pretty fucking clever to me. So, yeah. I agree. It, it, it was to, to me as well. The fact that, that he talked to his boy through that weird-ass ham radio was like, nigga, this is hilarious. You know, the fact that that his wife's family thought he was a fucking poop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. They thought that nigga was a fucking poop. But, like, bruh, you're trash. <laughs> Protect my sister. You know? And, hey, man. You need to watch out for my daughter, like, because you ain't shit. You a little no fucking body ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like having the, it reminded me of my own personal past of, of being reserved in ways where I didn't necessarily have to, but it was just like, you know what? It's cool. You can think this about me. (laughs) Like, you can feel like that about me. I know the reality. It's okay. Like, and, and anybody who's ever, had that kind of thing occur in life, it will probably resonate with you similarly. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's low-key like you got somebody in your face. <laughs> Think of like, for example, when I used to host the the rap show at Anatomy and shit, if you were not from the Cleveland area, you wouldn't know nothing about this. It's a club that used to be downtown. It's still there now, but it's a different name, different things. But I used to host an artist showcase there. And I, for those of you who know, I rap fairly well. I'll say that. I think so. At least I think so. I think I rap fairly well. And then to have artists who are 
artists who are not <laughs> who are not really good at it at all stand in my face when they didn't win the show and say shit to me like, bro, you just a host. What you even know about this music? <laughs> <laughs> like, look at me in my face like, see, man, you don't even know about the studio and the sweat that go into these records. And looking at me in my face and they don't know anything about me. And I'm like, oh, wow. You think that. <laughs> like, okay, so, my guy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But in those situations, I'm like, you know what? You might be right, bro. <laughs> you might be right. You know, what do I know? And when you were hosting that, you know, the, the major thing that I loved about the consistency of that night for all of that showcase of rapping, the main thing that I loved about the consistency is that I was never at one of the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> the most consistent thing about that show was Vig not being there. <laughs> Fuck rap. <laughs> Fuck rap, nigga. <laughs> nigga, <sighs> trying to hear that shit. Nah, but, but that's the exact type of scenario. Overall, I think the movie was dope. I feel like people should check that shit out. If you have not, you should. It's actually available on a couple of the streaming services already. It, it's They're charging for it. But, you know, you yeah, can pay a premium. Say, yeah. You can pay a premium for it. Or there are a few select theaters that have it. Our Regals are starting to open back up, fortunately, which I'm really fucking excited about, particularly Willoughby. I saw on the Regal app a couple days ago. So they are back open, which is a good thing. So I can go and start pulling up there again. Outside of that, I mean, we're getting the mask mandate lifted on the 2nd, I believe. And then it's supposed to kind of be another step closer to normalcy with you know, enough people being uh, enough percentage of the population being vaccinated that they feel like it's okay. And the, in the cases being uh, down enough, the new cases being insignificant enough for everybody to be able to kind of go back out here in these streets. I still won't be doing that because I'm about to say, that. nigga, I'm still going to have my mask on. I'm not fucking with you niggas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all right. Like, bro, listen, I'm not a criminal. Right. But like, the inner potential nigga criminal inside of me was kind of blown away when this whole shit started. Like, wait, 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 wait. You want me, a black man, to come into your store with a mask covering my face? Crazy. <laughs> like, nigga, I want to rob everything. <laughs> like, just running up and shit. Like, nigga, give me everything. You don't know what I look like, and I'm allowed for you not to know. But, you know, I, I, I allegedly didn't burgle anything. Burgle. Burgle. Turd burglar. <laughs> cancel. <laughs> there will be a cancel button on our soundboard yeah, we next week. Get to, yeah, next week. Make that a thing. It's coming. It is coming. Make that a thing, and I'm going to make a thing to start researching shit we talking about so I don't have to be like, yeah, that nigga that played in such and such. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> is there anything else in particular that we need to cover before we get the fuck up out of Dodge? Titties and ass. No, I want to uncover titties and ass. Oh, you're right. Ah, aha. Where's the spoon? Here. You know what we're going to start doing as well. I just thought about that. We need to start doing a recap. So, watch Army of the Dead for sure. Watch Nobody. Right. Get your ass over to watch that damn Michael Che Snowfall if you haven't. Wait, the Michael Wire. Che. Michael Che is on one of the streaming services. It's on Hulu. HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. You said The Wire. Yep. The Wire. For, for me The Wire Yeah I think that's all we covered I can definitely say Yeah you definitely should check out now Oh Modoc, If you're 
into other Mold Aquamos, most definitely. I've only watched the first episode, so I mean, it hit yesterday as well, Friday. So all ten episodes. Actually, right. I thought they were going to do it weekly, and yeah, they just posted all ten episodes. So Modoc is there. It's pretty funny, but yeah, check that out as well. No, most definitely. And we're going to go ahead and wrap this show up, man. I appreciate y'all tapping in with us as always. Make sure y'all follow the squad. Follow myself. Follow me at BKA Watts and my partner. I don't appreciate shit. Follow me at Vigatron999. Go to Vigatron.com and download everything for free. I'm on streaming. I got an album coming. All of that shit. When did video drop? Uh, Wednesday. <sighs> May 26th. New video drop. First video for the album Horror Stories. Long time coming. Yes. The new virginity part one. Yeah. So yeah, check me out. But yeah. The, I cannot wait for y'all niggas to see that shit. Definitely make sure y'all fuck with that. The whole squad will be posting about that when it's time. As always, questions, concerns, comments, show topics, y'all send those over to the squad. Those come directly to my phone. I see them. I swear and I read them at blurredsandclips at gmail.com. You will be able to catch us live on Saturdays. Y'all know that. Make sure y'all following the gang at twitch.tv slash BKA Watts. And of course, the Pro 3 ENT Network is five shows strong. Check out the Everything and Then Some podcast, the 6 a.m. tailgate. Fuck your couch with burner and Beck and Trigger Talks. We are out here in these streets. And y'all know by in these streets, I mean in, in the my house. basement. In the yeah. house. We we down here. This is where we at. We we on the lower level. Even okay? though I was on the street today, motherfuckers gonna see me on Coventry, but yeah, that's yeah. few and far between. Like, I'm in the house. Last Saturday was the last time I was out in these streets. It's it's cool. And and of course, as always, shout out to the homies over at Nice Co. Y'all know I copped the new Thursday drop, which is the Juneteenth flag, which there's a big flag on the back. I'm not about to turn around and do all the extra work. But just know that the shirt is dope, and y'all should definitely go and fuck with the homies over at NiceCoPrints.com. As always, we appreciate y'all fucking with us. Yeah, Love, for peace, everybody and chicken grease. Here you go. <laughs> And that's it for us over here at Blurs Eclipse where we banging on all things pop culture, Kaz.